But um, let's talk about this shit that happened with Doja Cat first. Yeah. Right? And she put out a song in, what, 2015 called uh, Didn't Do Nothing? Yeah. Which apparently is a phrase that can be found on alt-right message boards. Mm-hmm. And because I saw Damon's piece on this. Right? Okay. From Very Smart Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a funny piece. And then when this when it came to light now, mm. she didn't really like defend it mm. or something. Because you posted some shit about Doja Cat as well, did you not? I did. So what's your take on this? Because I mm. may not have the full story. What I said was that we need to stop giving a platform to whack people. Um, right. And by right. it's kind of like what I talked about, like the danger of yes. giving like Takashi six nine so much attention. And I'm glad you said that because you know I really I really draw a parallel between these two individuals. Um, you know, I you know Sham has been a proponent of of Doja Cat in the past. Um, just okay. in a in the way of you know her being a, a black woman who you know Sham feels is talented. Um, I, I haven't seen okay. the talent, but but I right. tell you why I haven't seen the talent. You know, um, Doja Cat came out you know or or you know got famous because of a song called Moo, right? And we talked. I think we've talked okay. about it on this on this platform, Maybe. right? She has a song Maybe. Moo, bitch, I'm a cow. Moo, Moo, bitch, I'm a cow. I go Moo. That's the song. <laughs> Um, she, she, she basically created a whole music video where she's drinking milk and eating ice cream and, you know, dressed up like a cow and that song went viral and now she's famous. So, okay. I personally take issue with individuals who will do anything for attention. I, I think what we are seeing currently is an individual who will do anything for attention from a certain group of people showing their ass in a way to try to get attention and just not in the way we wanted it. So, you know, Doja Cat is a very voluptuous, you know, woman. She has, she she has a lot of, she has a a lot of, a a lot of stuff that we like as men. Um, You know, so I'm actually, Okay. I don't know what she looks like. Oh, okay. So, you know, so she comes out with this with this video with her pouring milk all over herself and stuff like that. You know, uh, us perverted men like it for the reasons that we like it. Um, kids like it for the reasons they like it. People who like anime like it because it looks like a hentai video. Like, you know, there's there's reasons why it became a staring fest for, for different people. Um, and, and it got promoted. Now, for me, I know for me, when you say that you do music and you put out some weak ass attention seeking shit, that's immediately going to turn me off. So mm-hmm. when Moo Bitch I'm a Cow came out, I said, I am not going to support this person. I'm not going to give this person my attention. They're they're dead to me as an artist. So other people have come to me and said, oh, no, nah, but she got this other song. She got this other song. I don't give a fuck about any of that because yeah. if Moo Bitch I'm a Cow is, is you, you are such an attention seeker that you will not get my attention. In the right. same way that Takashi 69 going up in people's projects at four o'clock in the morning talking about, oh, I'm out here, nigga, da 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 let's blah, 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 I'm in this project. I'm not gonna give you the attention that you are seeking. You, you mm-hmm. are an attention seeker. So Doja Cat, you know, now it's, it's being dug up that, you know, as recent as two weeks ago, she's in these alt-right white supremacist, you know, chat rooms having conversations with with white dudes you know calling herself a nigger with a hard r and you know and and you know letting them talk to her however and you know essentially stripping for for these alt-right people 
right? Right. And and everybody's like, oh my god, I'm so I'm so surprised, you know? Like, sh you should we cancel Doja Cat? We shouldn't have given fucking Doja Cat a platform in the a first platform. place. So yeah. now we have we, she has a platform, and we gotta have this whole conversation about do we really cancel people? What happens when people get canceled, etc. We gave an attention seeker a platform, and now yeah. we're seeing that that attention seeker is seeking attention from people we don't want them to seek don't attention like. from. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. No, I, I definitely see what you're saying. I don't even have anything to add. To <laughs> it frustrates me so much because I'm like, yo, this is what attention seekers do. And so now, yes. you know, we've decided we don't like the alt-right. So we, we want to shut this person down because now they're seeking attention from a group of people. We don't want them to seek attention from. You know, you and I might be in the wrong business with this podcast thing because <laughs> I just don't think that folks really care about, not enough folks, care about like objective opinions mm. and like critical analysis mm. i just don't think motherfuckers care not enough and yeah. the people who have a platform like ours who actually keep things as objective as they can mm. and still become popular like kudos to y'all yeah. i don't know how y'all do it because when you had to compete with motherfuckers like doja cat and takashi 69 and, yeah and attention seeking yeah. assholes yeah and trolls yeah you know what i mean and and the news yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like and you still have yourself a platform or like you know you have to compete with like the charlemagnes yeah. who you know on on one hand i respect the platform but i disagree with most of what he has to say <laughs> right you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like when you can compete with those folks, like I don't know how y'all do it. Good job. Yeah, no, nah, I gotta say I'm thankful, you know, that this isn't our day job for that reason, <laughs> right? <is> like <laughs> in, in that, you know, like, like how, how do you compete with those people, right? Yeah. Like like when, when everybody's so, you know, we're, we're at a point where, where information is pushed to you and not pulled. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so everybody's just kind of moving through their day and then whatever's pushed to them is what they encounter. So, you mm -hmm. know, if a label says, Hey, here's Doja Cat, you're going to be like, Oh, okay. I, I like that. Or I don't like that. And you're going to move on with your day until the next thing is pushed to you. And, you know, is there really room for critical analysis, you know, or is it just everyone vying for everyone's attention and whoever's the best at, pulling your attention for a moment is who wins. Well, look, you know, you and I are probably guilty of this as well. Um, and I think I said something a few episodes back when I talked about like, look, anytime mm. you share something stupid because you think it's funny, mm. like, and it goes viral, like we're all to blame yeah. for that yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Even like when you watch and, and, and click a video, like mm -hmm. we all, we're all kind of guilty of that. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, sometimes we we come off as like you know the old curmudgeons who don't want these young kids to to, to live, right. um, and and I understand that because when I was younger, you know, I I had trouble with authority sometimes. Mm. Um, I still got in line, but I would still very much like toe the line in terms of some things that I would say. Yeah, because I I didn't always agree with older folks, but at the same time too, it's like look, you know, you you got these you got these folks and young politicians whoever who think that these old geezers don't know shit. And, <laughs> I, I, I get it when it comes to certain old geezers in place, totally. But at the same time, too, like, I don't agree with the idea that, you know, folks who are old and, and, and have more experience don't necessarily understand 
the younger perspectives is like, no, I, I think that they do, but because they're more experienced, mm. that they even though they they understand like the differences yeah. at the times, they also understand like the mentality of the young person mm. who who kind of fits into these times. And I think yeah. a good example of that is someone like Doja Cat. And even mm-hmm. Shamik Moore, mm-hmm. you know, who we're going to talk about next, mm-hmm. you know, these folks that like, look, the reason why you have to, to, to stay on them is because they're so uneducated about certain issues mm. that they think it's OK to get into these white supremacist circles and seek attention because they think it's funny because they don't mm. want to be confined to something. And mm. it's like, look, at some point when they're done celebrating you and having their fun with you, they're going right. to treat you like the nigger yeah, that they think you are. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, you know, Pharrell kind of caught uh some 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 heat for this a few years back when he was talking about oh this whole new black thing like <laughs> no fuck that shit like that's a very that's a very mm. privileged position yes. to be in as a black artist right and you're 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 not acknowledging your own privileges and it's like right. look you know we're gonna get into what Shamik Moore talked about which I think is mm. more serious than what Doja Cat did. Yeah. And I and I feel where he's coming from. He's just wrong mm-hmm. and he needs to be educated. Mm-hmm. Um and Go ahead. The, the, Go ahead. The wild shit about it, right, is in both of these cases, right, the Doja and the Shamik Moore, um, you know, we're, we're at a point where we're, we're rewarding, we've rewarded people for what we're calling, quote unquote, authenticity, right? Yeah. Um, I think Cardi B is it, it, people, and, and I might be wrong, but it seems like Cardi B's people are starting to learn that, you know, that there's a there's a limit to this and that, that we should put limits on this. But, you know, people have created a celebrity that is around their authenticity because they're constantly speaking all of the thoughts that they have 24 hours yeah. a day and people are consuming it, right? Yeah. So like with the Doja Cat and with Shamik Moore, in both of these situations, you know, they said or did something stupid. Now, their PR teams probably immediately hit them like, yo, chill the fuck out. We're going to do damage control. Definitely Shamik's but, team. But they've said... <laughs> You know what? Nah, I'm authentic and the people yes. want to know what I have to say. So I'm yeah. going to get on IG live right now and tell you more about what I'm thinking. I'm not going to fucking yes. read a book. I'm not going right. to read an article. I'm not going to talk to somebody who knows more shit than me. Instead, right. I'm going to come on and tell you more about the half-baked thoughts that I've had that got me in trouble yeah. in the first place. Yeah, I respect him wanting to be authentic. I do. But what you said is absolutely right. There are half-baked ideas. And I would respect it more if after this exercise or after this experience, Mm -hmm. he took part in an exercise of actually learning why what he said was wrong. There's people who came before you have been doing this for years and they understand everything that you said. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, the 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 you know the ideas he put out like they can predict it oh he's gonna say this oh now he's gonna say this like they've been there before they've done that before right. they they know this shit right. like take this opportunity now to listen and so for mm-hmm. our folks who need to get caught up to speed essentially Shamik Moore was saying hey look let's not talk about the racism let's try to build our community first which he's correct on we should be focused on building our communities fine mm-hmm. but you also can't do that without talking about why our communities are the way that they are through targeted racism mm. right and he's like oh i don't want to talk about our history i only want to talk about the future it's like well look you know you're <laughs> going to repeat the past if you don't dissect the past right you know you can't have a future if you don't learn from your history yeah and you know this whole the, shit about the, rosa parks yeah. black owned calves is like what the fuck so, is wrong with so you? so i just want to say you know for anybody who's black and anybody who's not black listening to the podcast Never start a conversation about police brutality with what yes. about black on black crime. 
Don't do that shit. Anything you say after that is wrong. Yes. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) So that's essentially what Shamik Moore said. And then, you know, in, in, in in this scenario, like you said, he's like, I don't want to focus on the past. You know, let's focus on the future. And we shouldn't be focused on the fact that the police are doing fucked up shit. We should be focused on ourselves. Um, And then, you know, that led to people being like, yo, dog, read a fucking book. And then he's like, no, I'm going to go on IG Live and tell you more about what I think. And somehow he goes on IG Live and, and takes it from what about black on black crime to yo, if you think about it, Rosa Parks could have taken a cab instead of the bus. And here we are. Clearly, you haven't read any books because everyone who has knows that the bus boycott was a planned thing. Like, and there's a reason why she why she went on the bus. There's a reason right. why they chose Rosa Parks. Exactly. Who's the woman that they tried to do beforehand? The uh, I don't know her name, the, but I know what you're talking about. Yes, the, the woman who's like she was 17 and had kids. And uh-huh. I think she was a good image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Dude, read, do do some research. Like <laughs> it was a planned thing why she got on the bus. The right? greatest thing about it was right. So he so he gets on here and he talks about how you know. Well, Rosa Parks knew somebody whose family member had a, a cab company and she could have taken a cab and all this other shit. And yeah. then, so then he gets off IG Live and everybody's telling him that he's a fucking moron because sorry, you're yeah. being a moron. And then he has the nerve to post a Breakfast Club interview oh, talking geez. about the cab company just to be like, see guys, I'm right. Here's what I hope happens. At some point, 10 years down the line, I hope that he grows up and he looks back and he's like, oops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Just see, like, but see here's, my, here's my issue, right? Um, and you and I have talked about this. We, yeah. talk, we talked about the Wu-Tang uh, uh, show on Hulu. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You and I, and you, you're more in, into film and television than I am. So, sure. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you how I feel and you can agree or disagree. Okay. I think that Shamik Moore is both handsome and uniquely talented as an actor. Enough that he could have a great career in Hollywood. Mm, I think he's going to struggle in five to 10 years. Okay. But we'll see. So, Cause I don't think he's uniquely talented enough. I need to see mm, more. Okay. Fair. I, I think that, I think that Shamik Moore could have a great career. Okay. And I think that this particular move of him feeling like his perspective is so important that he needs to continually tell us about it is yeah. literally in real time limiting the opportunities in his career. It might, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And so yeah. literally, if he could just shut the fuck up, he could have a great career. And so I need him yeah, to do maybe. that. And I need a lot of these kids in this society that's telling them that more is more, right? Content, it's just yeah. about content. Just put content out there. Um, you know, y- you are the content, you are the brand. And so you literally are limiting yourself by going out there. But on this don't limit. we also like, if we ask our celebrities to, that we look up to our icons mm-hmm. in our community or whatever, mm-hmm. if we ask to them to speak on issues of like pr- police brutality and, and protests and things like that, mm-hmm. we want them to come from a genuine place of, uh, we want to get their genuine thoughts on it, right? No. So we don't want their genuine thoughts no. on it. I personally think, and this is okay. my personal opinion, you can agree or disagree, but I personally think that we want 
individuals that have these platforms, Drake is a perfect example. People are like, what does Drake think about police brutality? I don't give a fuck what Drake thinks about police brutality. But what I want Drake to do and what I want these individuals with these platforms to do is to do enough research to where you can find someone who does have a great opinion and use your platform to elevate their voice. If you can just get out of the way and let the people who actually have the ideas use your platform to get their message out there, then to me that you've done something for the cause. That's, that's I think my that's fair. I think that's smart. But I also think it's a tricky game that we're playing because mm. someone posted on Facebook recently, and I'm not sure if it was you. I think it uh-huh. was. But it was talking about, hey, where are all your rappers now that yeah. like, they don't they don't have anything to say yeah it was like no name brutality. it was it was from no, no name, name gypsy the, the the rapper right and so my thing is is like look it's it's a tricky game for us to play because mm-hmm. i can see why a rapper who doesn't know enough about it it just stays quiet i i can see yeah. why yeah because what's the right answer for them if they don't mm-hmm. know i mean the right you answer know? right i think and, and you know we we've we've already you know quote unquote bashed LeBron, which if you if you guys really know I I I, I didn't mean to bash him and I'm not bashing him, but now I yeah. want to offer him as a great example of 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 somebody with a platform utilizing their platform, you know? Yeah, when, when, I, and I don't even think I don't even think LeBron is all that well researched to be honest on some of the on some of these issues. I don't even think he's all. I would like him to actually be more well read on some of these. But things. in many cases, he he you know he'll use his platform sure. to 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 allow voices to be to be amplified. So you know a good example sure. is LeBron wore the "I Can't Breathe" T-shirt. Now, yes, it's okay. true. Derrick Rose wore the "I Can't Breathe" T-shirt before LeBron James wore the "I Can't Breathe" T-shirt. But mm-hmm. you know, literally, the "shut up and dribble" conversation comes from. LeBron James wearing the I Can't Breathe t-shirt. So, right. you know, in that scenario, LeBron is using his platform to amplify the voice of an issue mm-hmm. that we needed to talk about in America. And sure. so, you know, I think that's a perfect example, right? Um, you know, I think the problem with the with the Drakes, to go back to a Drake as a, as a counter example, um, you know, is that they've made a career off of being safe Blacks. And yeah. so, you know, at the end of the day, right, like, like I, I was, I was joking with a friend earlier, and I and I called Drake, you know, the the Lacroix of rap, you know, right? Drake is like, I can I can taste a hint of the struggle there somewhere, but you know, yeah. it's 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 masked, you know, and and this feels light and crisp enough for me to to digest it, right? Yeah. Like I mean, you know, so so he's created this brand that's so safe that you know. It, it 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 would it would infringe on the brand for him to be too outspoken about any issue, and so as a result of that, you know, we get. I think he posted a poem um, about how we all need to get along or something like. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't even see what it was, but I think I saw like he posted a post poem on Instagram. Somebody told me that, but so you know, that's probably the extent of what we could get from a Drake because you know part of the reason he has the platform that he has is because of how safe he is and. I mean, back to our Jordan conversation, part of the reason Jordan had the platform Jordan had was because yeah. he was so safe, right? Yep. So, I don't know. I think a good place for Shamik Moore and for anyone who agrees with Shamik Moore to start would actually mm-hmm. just be to listen to what Trevor Noah had to say. Hmm. I am increasingly impressed by Trevor Noah's ability to just get shit right. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not saying he gets everything right, but he gets a lot right. And the only reason why I say this is because, you know, 
I think that Trevor Noah got some flack from the black community when he first came over because they yes. didn't think that he he understood their issues, yep. which is funny because the same people who said that don't know fuck all about <laughs> South Africa. You know what I mean? So it's mm. just like, calm down, folks. But, mm. you know, Trevor Noah does come from a, a unique perspective and he continues yeah. to show how smart he is just understanding the issue. And mm-hmm. He's like, look, you know, if you're going to talk about black on black crime, he's like, you clearly haven't been to these neighborhoods. Yeah. They feel this shit. You just don't see it because the media is not showing it. But trust me, like anytime there's black on black crime in a neighborhood, like the residents, they feel it. Right. And he's like, there's this dichotomy between over policing and under policing. Mm. And we know that like, <laughs> I don't know, I can't articulate it as well as he did, but it was really that line in particular. Because mm. he talked about a lot of different things. He talked can, about, you know, Amy Cooper and things like that. Can you that share about- Can you share that with me? And I and folks, for folks that are listening, we'll share it on the on the ADB's babies page. Cause I think, you know, it, it, it'd be good to also share that. Oh, it's it's making the rounds. Yeah. It's definitely making the rounds. It's I like an eighteen it. minute clip. It's an eighteen minute clip. And okay. he's just talking about how like you you know, you're clearly really what he was talking about was the looting. Mm. Right. Um, and so obviously we're we're getting into the, the topics that we hinted at at the top of the show. Yeah. But um, you know, he was just talking about how like, look, you know, why does seeing the looting upset you so much? Mm-hmm. Um, but not like the thing that caused it. Right. And of course that's that's an oversimplification of what he said. But basically mm-hmm. what he was talking about is like the social contract that we've all signed up for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, you see people looting and you see them breaking the social contract, but you haven't asked why they break the social contract because right. the social contract that black folks have signed up for in this country gets broken every single day. Yep. And it's just like, why would you expect them to then behave, right. quote unquote behave, right. follow the law, stay orderly? Why would you expect that? Yeah. You know, which is kind of where where I am on it. Mm. Um you know, and Where you, are you said off mic. Well, you said off mic that you didn't necessarily want us to, to get too deep into this if we didn't have solutions. And to be yeah. honest, I don't have any immediate solutions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, where I am, okay. where I am on it is that I'm actually very emotionless and dispassionate about the whole thing. Okay. I haven't felt emotions about any of these things until uh, since Trayvon Martin. That was mm. the one that really fucked me up. Was Trayvon Martin? Yeah. For Philando sure. Castile got me a little bit just because I was so surprised that he got off. I was like, wait, really? Wait, that got what? me for sure. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like when it happened, I was just very dispassionate. I'm dispassionate now mm-hmm. um, because I know and I and I have white family members. My mm-hmm. mother is white. Mm-hmm. My sister-in-law is white. My nieces, my brother would disagree. But in my opinion, <laughs> they're white. I have a lot of good white friends. Right. You know what I mean? We have white listeners on this podcast. I'm not going to shout out any of their names, but like mm-hmm. whatever. I separate the individual, the person from the people. I, I think that you can look at society. Um, I think Dirk, there's a sociologist who said this, and I, I don't have it exactly right, but his name is Dirk Ein. Um, and he talks about like sui generis, like the idea that society is like a, an entity of its own individual. So when you're mm. observing society, you can actually look at it as if it's like one collective, mm-hmm. even though it's, it's comprised of all these individuals. And mm-hmm. so, like for me, right, what this country has taught me is that white people are not at all invested, the people. Mm-hmm. Not the individuals, but the people as mm-hmm. a collective are not at all interested in like making it so that black people's lives, um, again, the people, not individuals, but the people's right. are, 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 you know, on par with theirs. Yeah. They're just not interested. Yeah, like, agree. So from my opinion, I, you could call it racist if you want to, but I don't trust white people. <laughs> I, I never, I probably never will yeah. either. Um, and, and it I, doesn't mean I won't vote. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, whatever, or Mm -hmm. I should say, I'm going to vote against Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, because objectively speaking, even taking a, a stand back from that, mm. while I don't think that Joe Biden is the best choice for black Americans, I do think that not voting for Donald Trump is probably the best choice for America objectively. Mm. And so it's like, okay, well, if the country is doing better, I'd like to think that black people can find their own niche within that. Yep. But I don't trust, like, I don't trust, you know, white people to come through for black folks. And yeah. it doesn't mean the individual can't. Maybe the individual can, but mm. at the end of the day, no, I, I, I just don't. Yeah. So none of this stuff like surprises me. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my immediate thoughts on it. To add to what you're saying, because I agree with you, um, America is also a fake meritocracy that is powered by capitalism. Right. Yes. And abso so, oh, absolutely. And so, it's as a, a result sure. of that, right, we've done a great job of making people feel that, you know, if they're successful, it's it's due to their their merit, and so therefore they yeah. need to continue to do whatever they can do because we're all in competition with each other to keep yeah. themselves ahead of the person that's behind them. In that regard, right, if it behooves me financially to to elect a president that you know is going to make it so that I don't have to pay any taxes you know or my my tax rate is lower i'm gonna do that if i have to you know elect a president that you know is going to i don't know <laughs> basically execute modern day redlining you know like like right. like those are the things that i'm going to do because at the end of the day i'm voting in my own interest the sad yeah. thing about it is they've created this pseudo meritocracy but then they've also created a situation where where due to the binary nature of the two-party system Black people mm -hmm. have no options. So yeah. while white people can vote in regard to their interests, so if you're a white person and you know you care about your tax rate, that's the most important thing to you. Then you know you have an, a, a, a person that you can vote for. And you know if you're a white person and you know in general you care about others, then you know you have <laughs> you have like this this other option. You know, but like as black people, like there are literally no options. Like there's there's no yeah. there's no like third alternative if you don't feel like either of those two groups groups you know represent you and so it's what makes joe biden's comments on the the breakfast club <laughs> so funny right because and They're i mean hilarious. It's, it's 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 sad and it's appalling and it's laughable yeah. all at the same time right yeah. because like while what he said is just so off color and just yeah. speaks to just completely just completely not getting it of course not. He's kind of right. Like, like, what option do yeah. we have but to fucking vote yeah. for him? So he's like, yo, if you ain't voting for me, you ain't black, right? And then it's like... Yeah, he got really comfortable. It's like, nah, right? Trump, you're not, and it's like, nah. it's like, yo, dog, the, the gall that you feel as though yeah. you can tell individuals what makes them black. But then in addition, yeah. like, what we gonna do but vote for you? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, uh, it's gross. Like, that, it's gross, man. The response from black conservatives was also hilarious. <laughs> right, uh, the outrage? Yo, they can shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> seriously. Because I understand. Here, I will say this. And yeah. I said this to someone uh, off mic before. Uh -huh. But I actually think that there are aspects of conservative ideas that actually would benefit the black community the most. The problem is, is that the, the people who are espousing these ideas, the Everybody. folks who are in control of these narratives, they assume everyone comes from or they like to convince us that everyone comes from a level plane and that's not the case right um they also have no integrity and really they only care about themselves right but i think that if like a lot of conservative ideas like the ideas like you know personal responsibility take care of your house mm -hmm. things like that you know be accountable those ideas mm -hmm. actually would help the black community more than i think 
you know, the idea of welfare and, and stuff like that. Like, look, that's not how I vote. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't vote Republican. But mm -hmm. I understand where some of those ideas come from. But at the same time, too, like, look at your conservative, your Republican senators. Look mm -hmm. at your re Republican president. Mm -hmm. And shut the fuck up about Joe Biden. Like, <laughs> just stop it. You know, I, I think for me, my only immediate solution would be for us to stop expecting them to care. Stop, mm -hmm. like, stop treating these things like, like, oh, they should care about us. Like, look, mm -hmm. when I grew up, you know, I come from a military background right. um, on both sides of my family. You know, I have ancestors who fought in every single war in this country. Mm -hmm. I think with the exception of Desert Storm, I've had a, a member represent every single like, you know, major war that, that we've had. Okay. You know, military background, both my, my brother and my father graduated from West Point, the United mm -hmm. States Military Academy. I grew up very, very pro-America. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not gonna say that I'm anti-America. Anti this is my home and I love my home. Mm -hmm. But the idea though, like the American exceptionalist like idea, the mm -hmm. fact that we're number one and all that shit and like, oh, liberty and justice for all, mm -hmm. all that shit is bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. It always has been bullshit. And so mm -hmm. look, human beings, in my opinion, I'm not an anthropologist, whatever. I'm not an evolutionary biologist, whatever. In my opinion, from what I've observed, human beings are very tribalistic. And mm -hmm. even Trevor Noah talks about this in his book, uh, Born a Crime. He says, at the end of the day, at some point, you're gonna have to make a choice. Yeah. And this whole like fantasy that we've been live that we live in like you know this equal and uh, mm -hmm. equal opportunity and all this like it's all bullshit. Right. We seem to be the only country on earth that its citizens somehow don't understand like how tribal we are. Mm. Like we seem to be the only ones who don't understand it. Like the powers that be, mm -hmm. they totally get it. Cause like you said, like you just said, mm -hmm. we live in in a in a in a country where you know the the people at the top. Basically, they, they put forth this agenda, this narrative that pretty much gets everybody in line to support their, you said capitalistic, mm. I'll say enterprise, but whatever, it's the same shit. Mm. Their capitalistic consumerist agenda to basically benefit right. them. Right. So this whole idea that like, like even racism at its roots, right? Mm. It's all, it was all for a capitalistic means, right? The, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, black, black is not like, when they say like, oh, you know, black people sold each other into slavery. No, it's bullshit because they didn't become black until they came to the United States. Mm. You know, back in West Africa and, and, and you know, all along the, the West African coast, they mm. were not black. They were their own tribes, their right. own people who saw themselves as uniquely different. Right. So, you know, selling a slave of war or prisoner of war is not the same thing as selling your own kin, mm -hmm. right? Which is not how they saw it. Right. So they didn't become black until they come to this country. And the whole point was as a, 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 an economic distinction, mm -hmm. you know, so that they could separate the poor whites from the poor blacks, yep. knowing that they were treating the poor whites not just as bad as the blacks, but they were treating them as second-class citizens, right. exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's what all this is. It's mm -hmm. all the consumerist agenda. And so yeah. I'm not saying, you know, don't go out there and vote because I, I do vote. I, I think you should, but not for mm -hmm. the reasons that they tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. vote like because like, oh, like in your heart of hearts. You, no, nah, it's all bullshit. Don't mm -hmm. trust any of it. Yeah. That's my take on it. And this is, yeah. you know, I'm not going to say it's a friendly approach. I'm not saying it's popular. It probably isn't. Someone could probably hear what I'm saying and pick this whole shit apart and be like, Yinka, why are you fuck with that kid out loud? Whatever. <laughs> so the same thing with like the riots and the protests. You know, mm. they're great because they make the ruling class uncomfortable and yes. we need to make the ruling class Thank uncomfortable. You. Thank you. I agree with that. The only thing is I will say is when, you, when we do that, like 
it's not the right thing to do because it's like morally right. I think right. it's the right thing to do because it's necessary. Yes. Because there's really no other way to do it. Yeah. And I from agree. what I can tell. Yeah, I agree. Again, the reason I didn't want to go too far into this is because obviously we're black, right? We, we, right. I've had many conversations about this. Um, and like I told you over text, like I feel like a lot of these to some degree can come off as like a bitch session because, yeah. you know, I, I think it comes from a, from a, a, a good place, but a place of, of almost powerlessness, right? Yeah. Um, to where we as black people, you know, feel as though our lives can be taken with impunity and, the, and, and it's been, you know, it's been demonstrated over and over again, right? So what I'm saying is a fact, it's not, it's not my opinion, right? It's, it's literally we've watched people murder us and walk time and time and time again. There's a meme going around that, that says, and I don't remember what the exact number was, but it says, Michael Vick served more time than the last 493 police officers who murdered black people, oh, so, right? right? So combined. So, you know, so it's like, you know, this is just like a, a fact of, of, of the matter. So what I was saying was, I was like, I don't wanna go too deep into this unless we're able to pre present solutions. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like to be solution oriented um, in the end way, at least the way I present things. And, you know, I mentioned when we had Greg, you know, and Irva on our podcast and we talked about what happened in Charlottesville, you know, we kind of try to, to wrap it up with, with, with solutions. And to be honest, I don't have an agenda. Yeah, I don't have any solutions. I don't have, yeah. I, but I do have, I, I do have some. And what, I, what I'll say is, and I, I'm sorry for all the motherfuckers out there burning shit burn that shit down keep doing that shit because yo at the end of the day uh -oh, man, we could we could get in trouble for inciting violence yo go ahead man come find me i live in chicago i'll give you my address you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you know at the end of the day right like it's just like this system is built to oppress us yeah and at the end of the day us as good tax-paying black american citizens are literally in i'm very passionate about this so sorry i'm getting yeah. on my soapbox and i'm gonna try to get off it soon you know, we as Black American taxpaying good, go to work and 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 get paid and come back. Citizens are literally arming the instrument of our destruction. This yeah. country publicly lynches us regularly to essentially show us that our lives don't mean shit. And mm -hmm. so, at the end of the day, at our very best, if we make America great or make America great again. America at its very best, we get this machine up and running to be to be the greatest machine that it possibly can be. At the end of the day, it will be the greatest instrument of oppression to our people that we can possibly build. Yeah. So we as black people, if we want some shit to change, the only way some shit is going to change is if we make white people in the ruling class feel uncomfortable. Yeah. If they are comfortable doing business and enterprising the way they have been in, in the past, nothing is going to change. I so, think it takes more than that, but you're yes. not wrong. I, so I, I agree yeah. that it takes more than that. And I think there's multiple yeah. avenues of protest. I, I do think we need to try to sh do our best to strengthen ourselves. Yeah, agree. Um, and it, this is the reason why I was talking about the whole thing about trust. It's like mm -hmm. we need to stop buying into this idea that somehow like the president or our uh the, the government somehow is going to make our lives better i just right. don't think it's ever going to happen you're right and i think that like it look like you said you know you and i are both taxpayers we feed into that system that ultimately oppresses us and not mm -hmm. even you and i but oppresses folks who are less privileged at least in right. i'll speak for myself 
You know what I mean? And I recognize that. And that's that's not cool. I get Mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, too, I also, you know, man, it's 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 a tough position to be in. But all I can say is that, like, look, ah, you know, we we have to recognize that we're we're in this like for ourselves, like we're on our own here. Yeah. And while we are making the ruling class uncomfortable, I think we also have to do our best to try to strengthen ourselves as best we can while understanding that the cards are stacked against us. Yeah. So this whole idea that like, look, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into some controversial territory. Fuck it. This is how I feel Mm. that one of the greatest successes of America in terms of continuing to oppress black people Mm -hmm. is this idea that like, oh, you can go out and follow your dreams. And while I think (laughs) that well, I think that um, society in general does a good job of making us live in fear. And I don't even talk about fear of yeah. like police brutality. I'm talking about fear in the sense that like, I don't want to quit my job because my job gives me security. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm not going to pursue my dreams. Like that is fear, mm-hmm. right? So I think society in general does a good job of doing that. But one of the other things it does is, is gives you the idea that like, I'm kind of contradicting myself here, but gives you the idea mm-hmm. that like, oh, I could just go out and, and try to like, live the, the, the best life that I can and not necessarily like make sacrifices for myself. And I think that this is potentially controversial because look, we, we, we compare ourselves and where we are to like our counterparts in the white community. And what we need to understand is like, look, you know, their kids can go off and take that unpaid internship and pursue right. their life goals and pursue their life dreams because they have like a secure backing. Yep. And I, I know a lot of my friends understand this shit as well. Right, right. Right. But it's like we don't necessarily have those opportunities as a yes. community. Yes. We don't. And mm-hmm. so one of the th- one of the reasons why like I admire immigrant groups so much, mm-hmm. um, regardless of where they where, where they come from, mm-hmm. all 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 races and creeds, whatever you know, yeah. blacks. Asians, Hispanic, Latinos, whatever, like, Mm -hmm. you know, especially the reason why I respect like some Latino immigrant groups so much is because like, you know, they do this grunt work, man, I'm saying some potentially controversial shit, but fuck it, this is what it is. Um, They do this grunt work shit. And they, I think they understand that like, I need to make a sacrifice for 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 the greater good. And Mm -hmm. I think that right now, if you want to go out and live your own life, Mm -hmm. and potentially like just kind of do things for yourselves and, and not give back, or whatever, like that is your absolutely your right to do so. Mm-hmm. But if you do care about like black people's footing in this country, understand that like I started this off by saying like the, the cards are stacked against us, mm-hmm. that we do not have the same opportunities as the white white folks do. And all. it's not fair, but it mm-hmm. is what it is. That's true. Right? Like they have those opportunities. We do not. Right. As a collective group, we don't. It mm-hmm. just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And bitching about it and complaining about it is not going to change it. Right. Right. Like making them uncomfortable. Yes, we absolutely need to do that. But mm-hmm. we also have to try to make ourselves be as strong as possible, yes. despite all these things working against us. Yes. And just understand that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But we can never like even if even if we get to this place where somehow we're, we're you know, they give us all the justice that we deserve. Mm-hmm. If we're not there, like ready to be strong as a collective group, like I yes. don't think any of it's going to matter. Yeah. So I, I know I kind of went on some ramblings and some tangents, but no, nah, I agree yeah. with you wholeheartedly. And and now I'll take it to an even funnier tangent. Right. We mm-hmm. had a whole conversation about the Dead Prez album. Right. And mm-hmm. and w- the one thing that I said that, you know, I, I really thought was positive about it was that to some degree they presented an overarching agenda 
for the black yes. people, right? Yes. So and yes. and and in that it wasn't one thing. It wasn't let's just right. go burn burn down city hall. It was also right. you know be healthy. It was healthy, also exactly. you know learn how to learn how to how to defend yourself. Yes. It was also Educate it was all yourself. these different exactly. things, right? So and 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 so we as a black folk are going to also need an agenda. What I'm not saying is, you know, you outlaw, when we get off this call, you need to go out there and start looting. That's not what I'm saying right. at all. But what right. I am saying is that for the people who, that is the way that they are vo voicing their rebellion and contributing, mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because th there, there is something behind what you're doing. And what's going on is, is you know, essentially, for example, now the dude uh, who has has been arrested, the, the police officer, you know, yeah, who, who murdered, has. and Floyd I think that the, they might even charge the other officers as well. They might. I don't think they charge the other officers, just him. No, but I think they. I think I heard a conversation that they might. They're thinking about it. They're looking into it. Essentially, all of that has been done to placate you so that you stop doing what you're doing. What right, that means right, is exactly. that some progress was made because initially they said, we don't have anything on them. We're not going right, to arrest them. Yeah. Then the police, the whole police department stood in front of his house. They helped him get his shit and, and get to Florida somehow. Now, they yeah. said they weren't going to do shit. All of a sudden, you burnt down the third precinct and, and oh, yes. whoa, now there's yes. charges. Yes. Now there's charges. Oh, shit. So, yes. so yo, I'm telling y'all, y'all made a difference. That did yeah. something. And so, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I, what I'm what I'm not saying is that the only way we're going to move forward is to burn some right. shit down. Right, you know, right, right, I think right. that there's many other things in our agenda that we need to do to push ourselves forward as as a people. But I do think that part of that is rebellion. Part of that mm -hmm. is creating this, you know, this tumult. And and if you look at any time in a, in America where there has been major change for people that look like us, it has been uncomfortable. You have to yep. make the, the 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 ruling class uncomfortable because, and you know, this is this is you know, if you read self help books at all, and, and you know, this is something that's fairly newer to to me, but I'm kind of getting into reading these self help books, and in all of these self help books, you know, what they they kind of talk about is, you know, when you when you start exercising or when you lift weights to to build muscle. Your your muscle, you know, it, there's a there's a discomfort there, you know, and and mm -hmm. and and eventually what happens is is you strengthen that muscle. Right. And right. I mean, I think with everything, right, any any change that you're going to make, it, it comes from discomfort. If you're comfortable, you're never going to change shit in your life, and it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what it is, you know, it, from trying to build the habits that you need to to be a successful person, from doing the work that you need to do, at first you're gonna have to be uncomfortable. And then you're gonna say, I need to make a change to make myself comfortable. And in this scenario, they made white people feel uncomfortable. And as a result of that, they said, you know what? Yo, we need to, we need to, to bring some cha charges. Now, yeah. now what is gonna happen? And and I said this on, 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 on the net, I'll say it on here and again, by the time we post this, all this might have happened already. But, yeah, you know, now the autopsy has come out, and they've said that George Floyd killed himself. Yeah. He he died because he had coronary disease and health conditions. So he had health conditions. Yeah, so yeah. so we've seen this movie before, right? They they yeah. brought charges just because they had to because we made them. Yeah. So now they've already set up this whole defense that oh, you know, he just he just died by himself. He would have died anyway. Like like if he was just walking down the street, he would have just yeah. had had a, a heart attack and died. So yeah. this case is going to get tossed unless mm -hmm. we keep doing what we're doing and demand that there's some justice. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I, when I say burn that shit down, that's what I mean. Like nothing is mm -hmm. going to change unless we make 
the system uncomfortable enough for the ruling class that they have to make a change in the right direction. I would definitely agree with you there. Um, I'm going to send you this article um, and I'm going to read a paragraph from it. The author is Musa L. Garvey okay. or something. And um, the name of the article is Amy Cooper, The Paradox of the Shameless White Liberal, How <laughs> Pious anti White Anti-Racism Can Contribute to Racist Behavior, right? Uh -huh. And he talks about something called moral, uh, moral credentialing. Basically, here's this one paragraph, and I'll just read this one. He says, research in the cognitive and behavioral science suggests that when whites explicitly denounce racism or affirm their commitment to racial equality, they often paradoxically grow more likely to act in ways that favor other whites simultaneously they grow more confident that their actions were not racially motivated so basically what he's mm -hmm. saying here and i'll read the, the whole art article to you mm -hmm. is basically that these white folks who you know say that they're not racism are so convinced that they're not and that their friends are not mm -hmm. that when they do racist behavior like what amy cooper did they right. are able to convince themselves that they're not racist and the yep. reason why i wanted to bring this up is that when I, when I saw that video, I was talking about it with a friend of mine. And, mm -hmm. and one of the things that I said was, and this is before I read this article, one of the things was said was like, look, you know, that woman voted for Obama. I guarantee you she did. Mm -hmm. And then the author of this article did some research. She's like, yeah, they looked into her data and all of her like fundraising data and support, right. all that stuff suggested she was a liberal yeah. living in New York. And like, she's this little is fires here. everywhere. And this is the thing, right? It's like, look, yes, I am going to continue voting for your candidates for other objective reasons, mm -hmm. right? But at the same time, like, in my ideal scenario, the same energy that we're giving Trump, like the, the perfect scenario for 2016, I thought best case scenario for black people was we vote for, we, we get Hillary Clinton in office, right. but give her the same energy that we're giving Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. So when Biden gets gets the gets the White House, which I, I think he will, uh -huh. um, give him the same energy that yep. you're giving the system right now. Agreed. Like that's kind of what we need to do. It's like, yeah. look, yeah, I voted for you, but now- Now like, I hold you accountable. Yes, and really fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, to some extent, I kind of wish we had, we had done this for Obama, but mm. you know, it is what it is. That's a whole other loaded issue. Yeah, I mean, but, you um, know, the I think the to some degree, Congress Congress made it so that you know, we we still weren't able to in that in that case. Sure, right? but let's also not make excuses for me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what that's I mean? Fair. Like my point is, is that the ex the government in this in this country, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of how you vote, like, you know just giving them all that all that same energy mm -hmm. and yeah like just for for my friends out there who you know want to believe that we live in this kumbaya world like <laughs> like i said america seems to be the only country on the planet to just recognize that that's not the case mm. history will show you just how tribal we are yeah and maybe you can come to me and, and with some example to prove me I'm wrong, fine. Mm. I don't give a fucking shit. Like, because yeah. right now, this is what I see. Yeah. This is what America has proven it to be. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Interesting so it's interesting that like, you say that. for what it is. It's interesting that you say that. Um, I think, though, to some degree, it's the perfect storm of, you know, I mean, we all, we also have slavery that brought us here, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, in, in, in the UK, for example, right, um, the black people in the UK don't really call themselves British, they call mm -hmm. themselves Jamaican or Nigerian or it whatever in it for and the, the most and part. The Jamaicans, right? Yeah, but the Jamaicans go off and marry white women, so Yeah, well it's a, but what what I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying there, right, is that, you know, this idea of like one America and this homogenous yeah. experience and, and this, you know, I don't see color and, you know, lack of tribalism. Part of it is baked in because of some of those those things, right? Yeah. Like that you have people that have an American identity 
And literally that's just their identity because you stripped away their history, you yeah. know, through through slavery and things like that. So, you know, and then took our language, took our gods, yeah. took our traditions and values, everything. So, so I mean it's it, you know, it's 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 kind of the perfect storm of that. And you know, and and I think like you said though, it's it's interesting because it to some degree disarms you when you don't realize that that things are like that. You know, if you really do think that that somehow there's a level playing field here or that eventually there somehow ever will be a level playing field here, you're, you're almost doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, I mean, look, I may have struggled to articulate some of my points. So if somebody is listening to this and can <laughs> pick apart a specific thing I said, fine. My bottom line though, is that the narrative that they taught us when they were kids at least what they taught me growing mm. up in virginia this whole you know america's fair and all that stuff like mm. it's not don't trust it yeah um when they when they bring charges like yinka said they're doing it to placate us they want us to they want to shut us up like they're not doing this shit for for, for justice they're not doing this shit because it's right like they're doing this to try to calm things down so that they can continue to make their money like just yeah. You know, continue to vote the way you want to vote. Continue to work where you want to work. Mm. Protest, don't protest. Just understand that, like, just don't trust them. That's all yes. I can say. I don't trust them. I haven't trusted mm. them for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't believe anything that they say. It's all, <laughs> it's all a lie to try <laughs> oh, to. Oh Lord. Assassin no, I don't, look, look. I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm talking about the powers that be, the folks who yeah. actually run this country. Yeah. I do not trust them. And this, yeah. this, this narrative that, like, you know, like when you hear it on the news, like, oh, this is what American is. Even even when you see it from like MSNBC, like the liberal sources, like, oh, you know, this is not the don't trust that shit. Yeah. Don't fucking trust it. It's all I can say. Do not trust yeah. it. That's not what it is. And and I'll I'll just drop this and we don't have to have a whole conversation about it because yeah. it's 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 a deeper, it's a deeper conversation. But I've been realizing more recently that to some degree the Black Panthers were ahead of their time. Uh, yeah. And there's so much shit that's so valuable in what they have to say uh, yes. or had to say in terms of, of, of things that we can and should be doing. Yes. Um, you know, I don't I don't know that that we really action those things, but mm -hmm. it's to me, it's very obvious why the government really wanted to stop them from voicing what they had to and say. And there's a reason why when I grew up, I was taught that Malcolm X was a villain mm -hmm. and that Martin Luther King was a hero. There's right. a reason why. Yep. And I look, I got I got love for Martin Luther King. Yeah. But you know, there's a there's a reason why one of these individuals, mm -hmm. you know, who was not Christian, who wasn't advocating for violence, was definitely advocating for self-defense yeah. and was advocating for independence, right? Mm -hmm. Which is really what he was advocating for. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why that individual is demonized. And the guy who was Christian who said, hey, you know, ignore the ignore the hate, this, that, and the other. Like, there's a reason why they prop him up. Because mm. they want the docile, calm figure. They don't want the folks, like, they do not want us to be independent from them. They do not. It's so you know? interesting so, that we never, we, we fixate, though, on that piece of, of MLK's legacy. And, sure. and not the fact that they fucking murdered him in cold blood. And not the fact well, of some yeah, of the that, other some more other things, but yeah, yeah, some of the other more militant things that you know occurred throughout uh, MLK's oh, you know but, life. But that's all part of the narrative, though. Right. They don't tell you those things. They right. prop up the part of the narrative that they want you yep. to like. They don't. They celebrate the things about him that they want to be celebrated. Right. There's a reason why Martin Luther King is celebrated on both sides of the aisle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, my just try to try to see the narrative for what it is. My favorite recent meme is one. Where 
where uh, they're talking on Twitter about how, you know, all these conservative, you know, talking heads are like, yeah, you know, all these black people are burning down their their communities. They should be yeah. more like MLK. We need to be more like MLK. And then yeah. MLK's kids are literally on Twitter like burn that shit the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. MLK's whole family is like this is exactly what my father would want y'all to do. So, yeah. it's just crazy. All right, so I think that should wrap it up for our spring recap. And look, both of us got up on a on a soapbox <laughs> said how we really feel. But look, you know, Shamik Moore and everybody else, they want to they want to be authentic. They want to give, you know, their true opinions. Yeah. Fuck it. Shamik, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you, bro. I, you yeah, know, Outlaw too. doesn't agree, but I think that you can have a great career. I, you know, I want, we'll I want you to be successful. And so I don't I want, want to you to successful. say dumb shit. And if you want to come yeah. on this podcast and defend why Rosa Parks should have yeah, taken a cab, feel free. Peace. Look, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure. Peace. <laughs> All right. Are solely those of the artists. And by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials. Uh, it's for you. It's for you. Uh, yeah, it's for all my street niggas. Feel it. On the count of three, say fuck the police. One, two, three, fuck the police. Yeah, fuck them. Applaud any nigga. Ram random. We could lose a few of them, we got enough of them My niggas on the corner, they be dodging and ducking them Bitches getting pulled over, end up fucking them For real, and see now we got these fake cops They thought he had a gun, made a mistake cops I hate cops, turn on the TV Is this another cop busted from illegal business? They out of control, they out of their minds They pulling you over, they hopping inside Just know you got drugs and know you got guns And they know when they mad when they can't find none Stupid, don't you know they get into the stash box? Did he be in the need a key to get in it? In the offended people suck my balls. All y'all off the wall get stupid, dog. Don't hold back, don't let go. Don't say damn, just say whoa. Cause we don't hold back, we let go, we don't say damn, we just say whoa.